Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking to Tyler and Anthony Borges Nazari about their wedding at Aulani. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how they chose Aulani and how they planned everything and how it all turned out. So welcome, Anthony and Tyler. Hi, how are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for being on the show today. So excited to be here and uh, get a chance to speak with you. Thank you for inviting us. Well, I would love to start at the very beginning and find out how you decided you wanted to have your wedding at Aulani. I think picking a wedding venue for us was a difficult process having to, we got engaged in October of last year, right in the middle of like the peak of, of COVID and we're, we're both from New York and we were looking for a local venue and with all of the current precautions that were going on and all the restrictions in New York, it just made it very difficult to plan and um, any location that we liked, we ended up running into red flags or, or it just wasn't working out the way that we wanted it to. And so we kind of took a step back and we, and we, we stopped looking at venues for a while. And it's, it's actually funny. Our birthdays are one day, one year apart. And so this year, Anthony turned 30 and we were just kind of joking around and saying like, Hey, what if, for his 30th birthday, we went to Hawaii. And then the idea came out, I was like, well, if we're going to Hawaii, why don't we get married there? And it started out as a playful joke because his birthday is the first, my birthday is the second, and then the wedding day was the third. So like, <laughs> how funny would that be if we just had one, two, three, four every year? And yeah, and that's, that's how we decided on Hawaii. We figured it'd be easier to have a smaller ceremony with the people that we cared about most. Versus having some big wedding and, and not knowing what COVID was going to look like. And yeah, so we started looking at a, a couple of different properties. I'm a huge Disney fan. Anthony is as well. Probably not to the same level I am. And I know I definitely drive him crazy with it sometimes. But what we both loved about Alani, the thing that we both agreed upon instantly upon arriving at Alani is that the pictures, the website, absolutely do not do it justice. Being there is a completely different experience. But what led us to Alani is how does a really great job of capturing like the Hawaiian culture while adding like a touch of Disney flair. So it's not an overly Disney resort, which I actually really loved. It is a really classic Hawaiian resort, which is seamlessly tied in with a Disney theme, which they do incredibly, incredibly well. So instantly it just seemed like this is, this is the spot. I think that was the, what was it? The, the first or second one we looked at and we instantly were like, this is the one we want to do. Yeah. I mean, the, the property is stunning itself. The pictures we fell in love with right from the beginning. Originally, we really wanted to do a wedding at the Alma patio, but since it was a holiday weekend, we didn't have that, that ability. But we really, I, we really loved the Lion Kuanoa ceremony site. It's it's a sacred ground right next to the Alani property. It's stunning. The views were were so beautiful. We got to take pictures on the beach right after our ceremony. And we knew that going into a wedding that was on a Disney property, that they would take care of a lot of the details for us. 
we really fell in love with that idea because we know how close attention Disney pays to detail. And we're, we're both really detail-oriented people, so we thought it would be a great pick. And we kind of took a leap of faith because we had both never been to Hawaii before, but we had a great wedding coordinator, and she really gave us some great recommendations. And we put a lot of trust in her, but everything came out perfectly fine, so we're really happy that we did. That's fantastic. Now, how did your friends and family react when they found out where your wedding was going to be? It's a great question. I think it was actually my mom that had the idea of wanting to do the wedding in Hawaii, and we're like, oh, actually, it's not a horrible idea. And then we, we checked with all our friends beforehand. We're like, hey, we're thinking about doing this wedding in Hawaii. What do you all think? And they were like, absolutely, we'll be there. And then I think when we actually called them to tell them that it was actually happening, we kind of caught them off guard. They are like, wait, you, you were serious? We're like, Absolutely. <laughs> Looking back on it now, I think at the time when we were planning it, we initially wanted to have 50, 60 people, and we ended up with 40. But what we ended up with was the people who were nearest and dearest to our hearts, and I think it made the experience that much more special, having just our close-knit group of family and friends around us to really make the event special. I mean, we got two different reactions from most people. They were either overly excited <laughs> overly nervous. Um, we had some family and friends that were really nervous about traveling during the pandemic. And as you know, the rules are constantly changing and all of the different states are, you know, between navigating New York's rules and navigating Hawaii's rules, both of those states were, were pretty strict, was challenging. But, but you know, our, our family was so, so excited for us. And it was so nice to have really our closest knit group of friends come with us at created such a special experience. I have been to so many weddings where, you know, there's 150 people, but there's nobody dancing on the dance floor. It just feels like, you know, everyone stays to themselves, but, you know, there's there's 40 people and everybody was up moving and shaking. Everyone was having a good time. People were mingling that I didn't even think would even, like, get along or speak to each other. It was, it was such a magical experience, for lack of a better word, but it was really great because I feel like we got, we got our core group there. And then hanging out at the resort before and after the wedding was also really, really amazing. But as you know, the beaches are stunning there. Uh, the resort is stunning. We got to like, sleep in a character breakfast, which our family loves as well. So, yeah. That's fantastic. Now, how did you choose the day of the week and time of day for your wedding? The day, I think, was the one thing that was the easiest for us. I think it was, I mean, it just worked out so perfectly. We've always wanted to get married on a Saturday. I think Saturday is the day for the, the most common for weddings. And that's something that we kind of had our, our heart set out on. And when we sat down and looked at the calendar, and when we were playing around with the idea of doing it on the 3rd, of keeping that series in a row of Anthony's birthday, then my birthday, and then our wedding anniversary, it just happened that the 3rd was a Saturday. So it worked out pretty perfectly. I think one of the things that made the process so special was because of how difficult it was at the beginning. When we first started planning in February, Hawaii as a state still had very, very close restrictions. Alani as a resort had just, our wedding planner, Nicole Tam, who was phenomenal, cannot say enough great things about her, had just gone back to work, I think, the week after we had emailed her. She didn't know what weddings were going to look like. None of us kind of knew. And when we say we took a leap of faith, we sent out our wedding invitations before we actually had a contract because we were that 
we had many conversations with Nicole where she was like, listen, I have all these details down. I have everything I need for you guys. I have the date reserved for you, but Disney and Hawaii will not allow me to issue you a contract right now because of the current guidelines. And so, yeah, we took a big leap of faith and said, you know, this is, this is the place we want to get married. We fell in love with it. We fell in love with our wedding coordinator, all the processes. And we're like, we're going to trust that within the next couple of months, things are going to work out and the restrictions are going to get lifted. And, uh, We'll get a contract, but I don't think we shared those details with all of our family and friends at the time. It was just, hey, we would love for you to come to this wedding. And um, and just to give you a taste of what we thought it would be like, when we were initially planning the wedding, we thought that everyone would have to be masked during the ceremony, during the reception, except when they were eating and drinking, and they would have to be masked on the dance floor. The DJ booth would have had to have a plexiglass around him. He wouldn't be able to play songs that promote dancing close together. It, <laughs> I mean, we've gone through every restriction you could have possibly thought to the point where we wondered if it would even be fun. <laughs> and it just happened that... And it just happened that, you know, New York started to... As people, more people got vaccinated, we started to see the road getting clearer and we were really confident. We are really hoping that Hawaii would remove the, the 72 hour testing requirement before coming to the island before our wedding, but they actually removed it the week after mm. our wedding. That was a very small detail, which actually all of our guests got correctly. And the mask the mask mandate I think the, was removed the, like the, the two mask. weeks before the wedding, which was amazing too. So we had to have this had this beautiful outdoor wedding, no masks. Yeah, it turned out better than we could have ever imagined. And it actually happened that on the day of our wedding, there was really strong winds. So the initial lawn that we were supposed to have our wedding at, Disney made a call the day of saying that they were going to move us to the Amahama restaurant, which is a gorgeous property overlooking the ocean. They had even hosted like several celebrities there in the past, but they had never done a wedding there. And I just remember my, my wedding coordinator reaching out to me and saying, hey, we have to move the reception, or we may have to move the reception. And, you know, like on, on your wedding day, you're kind of like freaking out because there's all these things going on. You're trying to get ready for the photographer to come. I had just gotten like a mani petty <laughs> right before. <laughs> so it was like, I'm going to go back to the hotel. And I was like, oh, I, you know, I just want to see it before. And it was absolutely stunning. I mean, we got to see the sunset during our reception and this and we got to take pictures at the sunset during our reception it was absolutely stunning and you know sometimes these last minute changes it all just really worked out we could have we couldn't have asked for a better wedding and people asked me like who my wedding planner was really all we had was the wedding coordinator that disney had provided us which was a, which was nicole we hadn't really hired anybody else to take care of any of those details so it was really a blessing in disguise. That's interesting. So originally you chose Ama Ama Patio for your ceremony, but you moved to Lani Koa Nua. And then originally, where was your reception going to be? So we had chosen the Ama Ama Patio before we had our contract. And that was everything that was in that we were, were hoping for the best. And what I love about our wedding coordinator, Nicole, is like going into this process, we didn't know what to expect. So we never had been to Hawaii. And so we we were really worried that we were going to have to do, not to do it all on our own, but like that we wouldn't have the guidance that we would need. But like, it really felt like she was like a friend throughout the whole entire process. And so 
when she had bad news to deliver it to us, she didn't really hide behind it. She just called us and was like, listen, this, this sucks, but this is where we're at. You guys want the Amama patio. We would love to have the Amama patio, but with it being the 4th of July weekend and with our social distancing rules still in place, we can't have it happen there without really negatively impacting the other guests that would stay at the resort. So they said that that wasn't an option, but they knew how much, and Nicole knew how much we, we really wanted to have the ceremony in front of a beach setting. And so Alani Kuanoa is kind of like a sister property. They have a really good relationship with, with Alani. They do a lot of events where they, because they're so close, it's like a, a two-minute walk between the two locations. Alani Kuanoa is like this sacred land that they only do events on. It's beautiful. It's facing the ocean. So we had the ceremony there. Originally, the ceremony and the reception were both supposed to take place at the Ama Ama patio. When it came down to the reception, it was supposed to be in, in the courtyard area to the point where the courtyard was beautiful. Nothing, nothing wrong with it. It's an amazing location, not oceanfront, but it was a really quiet, reserved area inside of Alani. The day before, we had our run through there with Nicole, and everything went really smoothly. I was feeling really confident about that location, about everything. Um, we had just visited Lani Kuanoa. Like, everything seemed set in stone. We felt great about it. And um, I remember like the same thing that Anthony was saying. Like Day of, I was getting ready. I was nervous. I was All of my groom's party had just arrived, and Nicole had, had texted me. She's like, can I come to your room? And I was like, okay. okay. And she came in, and she's like, listen, we're putting all these play settings down on your table right now in the courtyard, and there's so much wind that everything's blowing everywhere. And she's like, I don't. And this is this was one thirty, and our wedding was scheduled to start at four thirty. So this is literally three hours before the start of our wedding. So I was freaking out, but like just the look of calm. And I remember I actually looked her in the eyes, and I was like, "Do you think this is the right move?" And she was like, "Yes, this is the right move." And I was like, "Cool, I trust you. I absolutely trust you. Like, like make this happen." Anthony got to go see the location. I did not because we didn't see each other the day of the wedding, so I had no idea what I was walking into. But what blew my mind and still is, is so crazy. I went and. I'm a very like impatient person. So nine nine forty five a.m. that morning, I went down to the courtyard and I saw they had pretty much every single thing set up. So within three hours, somehow I don't know how it happened, they moved every single thing from that courtyard into a restaurant that had been closed for the last six months and not had anyone in it. Rearranged all the tables, made everything look absolutely stunning. To yeah, the point and, where- and to the point where. I mean, like the floors weren't even clean in this place. The tables, there was tables there. They had to like completely like turn this place. I don't know how they did it. Yeah. Um, I did like a quick floor layout with Nicole, and which she ended up changing, and it ended up looking better than what we had discussed. It was unbelievable how fast they turned everything around. It is mind-boggling how they how they were able to pull that off. While she was, you know, like dealing with us the whole time, like she, she set this up while she was like keeping us on time and you know making sure we're ready for this. While we like had to take care of nothing, we literally did nothing, nothing. on our yeah. wedding day. Everything else was handled for. Everything was handled for us. It was. Yeah, I can't say good enough good things. Nicole Tam, Disney wedding coordinator phenomenal like a superwoman like i feel like there was days times where i'm like i i swear i just saw you in a different location now you're in my room like is there more of you is there two of you is there three of you like i don't understand how she was everywhere she needed to be but she was every step of the way and it was it was absolutely perfect that's fantastic
Now, in Hawaii, Disney requires you to choose vendors from a set list. How did you guys choose who you wanted to use for floral decor, photography, things like that? So we were given a list of vendors. They didn't require us to use those vendors. However, they, they charged a fee for outside vendors. So we discussed which vendors, you know, we thought would be the most appropriate when we them and we asked them for pictures and we looked up their Instagrams. All the vendors that she had requested for us were actually really, really, really great. What I also liked was that I think sometimes when you get a list of like vendors, like it can be overwhelming because it's like pages and pages and pages of, of options. And I think it was for each each thing, DJ, three options, photographer, three options, and florist, three options. And that was great. And we were we would be really honest with her and tell her exactly what we're looking for. So we would say like, oh, for a DJ, we're looking for someone that's going to have really positive energy and be really good at, at hyping people up and, and just have a great time. And she would say like, all these options are great. However, this option, uh, we use them every year for our staff Christmas party and we always have an amazing time. So I'd recommend reaching out to them. And so outside of the list of recommendations, she also helped us narrow down that list based on knowing I think sometimes when you have like a list of vendors, like it, it can seem a certain way of like, oh, maybe there's partnerships or what's going on behind the scenes. But when we called each one of these vendors, every single one of them knew who Nicole was. They they knew what the process was at Adelani because they had all worked together so well so that it didn't feel like we had like four vendors from different places. It felt like it was all just the Alani team coming together to make the wedding come to life. And they all knew the property really well, like our photographer knew the property really well, which helped because like she recorded photos and she knew like how did you like photo where did you photos on the beach and and it really helped us dive through that process. And even like it was like a smaller detail, it doesn't help us take care of. So we had initially not gotten chosen not to do an MC when they had told us that the DJ was going to and the MC would have to stand behind the plexiglass the whole time with the DJ. And so I felt like that would be defeating the purpose of the DJ. So we chose not to go with that option. And then we, we had spoken with the DJ at the last minute. They told us that they couldn't do any announcements because we had opted out for not having an MC. And somehow, Nicole had spoken with them day of, and they, they had changed their mind. They provided us with an MC made announcements for us since the DJ really wanted to focus on music. But I feel like those small touches are really what makes Disney special. And it's it's about like those little things that no one would probably even know except for us. But you know the fact that she took care of that with me. That's fantastic. Did you add any other kind of entertainment besides a DJ like characters? We didn't add characters to our wedding. We did have a we did have a ukulele player for ceremony, which we added. Who came with it? We went back and forth about whether we wanted to have a character at the wedding, and at, at the end of it, we were like, you know what? Like we had been to Disney World actually a couple months ago, and one of the things that we loved more than anything was the Chef Mickey's character brunch, and that was like one of my favorite Disney experiences of all time. So I was like, I want our wedding to be special, but. Alani is this magical place, and they have a character brunch. How awesome would it be if we brought just our groom's party and uh, as kind of an informal thing and like a birthday celebration for me as well? And so the day before the wedding, we did a character brunch at Alani, which was 
amazing. Although we did purchase, Tyler's brother purchased uh, these two Disney light-up toys that had these, like, revolving little balls going around, and we chose to walk in with them in our hands <laughs> just for fun. So we did have some, and then we also had our, of course, we had our Disney-themed waffles and ice cream. So we added some Disney touches, we just didn't, we chose not to go with the characters since we were already doing the character brunch. Got it. Okay. Now, do you have any menu items or cake flavors you can recommend? Cake flavors? I think we went with, it was like a, a vanilla buttercream with like a fresh strawberry filling where it actually had like strawberries inside, which was amazing. The cake was another thing that I, I don't know who they used. I think it was an on-site person, but that was something that was kind of stressing me out of like what the cake was going to be. We sent maybe like one photo of what we were looking for and, and what we wanted it to look like. And it was instantly like, boom, done, here it is, it's, it's made, and it, it looked even better than I could have imagined it, it looked. Yes, so it, it was fondant, but it was absolutely amazing. I mean, we wished we could have frozen the top part of the cake and saved it for next year. However, it was physically impossible to bring it with us since we honeymooned in Maui after the wedding. But I was just talking to someone today about how much I loved that cake. Yeah, it was so good. How I wish I could have saved it because it was so good. Well, if you happen to be at Walt Disney World for your anniversary, you can have them recreate the top layer for you. <laughs> I'm sure they absolutely would. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> and then any menu items that you would recommend? The food. So, I mean, I think everyone says that at a wedding, like the food is something that is always, eh, or the food was phenomenal. And like, like to the point where like there was two leftover meals, which we took with us to Maui and even reheating them was amazing. But we had the two options that we had for our guests were a grilled salmon, which was really great, as well as a, a steak that came with asparagus and mashed potatoes. And then we had a hand rolled vegetarian lasagna as a, a vegetarian dish as well. And, and every single one of those was amazing. Even the, the cocktail hour, what did we, it was like the, this the, chicken. The chicken skewers, everyone raved. Yeah, yes, yes. And I'm really happy that we, we could have chosen to have our groom's uh, party stay and take more photos on the beach, but I sent them all to cocktail level because I felt like, I don't know, they had so much. <laughs> but I really wanted them to enjoy that cocktail hour, and everyone was raving about those dreams. That's fantastic. Can you give my listeners a timeline of how the day ran? We started getting ready around 1 o'clock. Uh, we had a first look at 2. two. Our photographer came into our rooms about 1.30. And then we had all of our guests head to the ceremony site at 4. Uh, the ceremony started promptly at 4.30. From 4.30 to 5 was the ceremony. 5 to 6 was the cocktail hour. And then 6 to 10 was the reception. Got it. Okay. So when you were planning, what were some of the most important aspects where you focused your attention or your budget? Oh, that's a great question. I think that is a great question. I think we focused most of our budget on the food options and making sure that we had like a premium open bar for our guests so that they'd be able to get like frozen cocktails if they wanted to. Get all the Disney and Lani cocktails. And they allowed us to do all the frozen cocktails that are on their menu for like the, the outside bars, which I, I feel like really helped us 
because it was it was like an open front restaurant and it, it actually rained on our wedding. So it was such a blessing because it even rained on our wedding day, but we didn't get rained on because the restaurant was covered but still has like open like open doors kind of to outside. So the frozen cocktails, like once it rained, the humidity obviously you know, started to increase, it got hot, um, and it really helped people cool down. So we're, we're really happy that we did that, and everyone loved, uh, you know, choosing, like, the Tyler drink and the Anthony drink. Yeah, I think uh, food and drink was definitely, like, one of the biggest things for us, but even before that, I think the first, what, the very first thing, like, budget-wise and importance was going to be the scenery of what people were going to see, what they were going to feel, and, like, we, we knew that we wanted the ceremony definitely to... Anthony loves the ocean, loves the beach, and we wanted the, 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 to be able to see the ocean from the ceremony, and we knew that that was definitely going to be something that happened, and we wanted to have the reception also be oceanfront as well, but we had accepted by that point that it wasn't going to happen, and we, we, we loved the courtyard area option. It was a good option, and so to then day of have both our, our ceremony and our reception be at beautiful oceanfront properties, I think exceeded both of our wildest expectations of how amazing and phenomenal that they could have gone. That's wonderful. Were there any aspects that were less important where you saved your money or just your effort? I think we wanted to cut back on flowers. I personally like simple arrangements better and I didn't want something too overwhelming, so I really stressed with the chorus to do like simple. I had like a color scheme going on. It was like light blues, beiges, um, like grays, and I really just wanted. We opted for the smaller centerpieces, and I was pleasantly surprised because I, I was a little nervous that they would be too small. But then when I realized <laughs> how large they were, I was surprised to know that you know that was the smaller option of yeah. the two, and I'm really glad that we didn't choose the more the more extravagant option and we also have the ability to choose like exotic imported asian flowers which we chose not not to go with i really appreciated our, our flowers as well because she really listened to us we, and we said from the beginning like we really wanted it to be hawaii's beautiful in its own like we really want the, the nature and the land to speak for itself and so wanted it to be simple and yeah the first cost estimate she came back with us was definitely above what we wanted uh but she got really creative with us of like we can take out the exported flowers and bring in just like local flowers. And then one of the things I thought was awesome that they did was they built this really nice arch for the ceremony or the arch was provided by Lonnie, but they covered it in um, these really beautiful flowers. And one of the things she said was, you know, I think we can take these flowers from this arch and then quickly transport them back to Alani and reuse them on like your sweetheart table. And that would save money in this place, this place, this place. And so that, she definitely worked with us to be able to get down to the, the price we wanted. And yeah, like Anthony was saying, like we opted for the smaller centerpieces, but the centerpieces were absolutely gorgeous. I couldn't imagine what the, the larger options would have looked like. Yeah, it all came together and, so well. And the other thing is that we, what we were pleasantly surprised with is when we were going through all of the photographers, the one that we liked the most was actually the most cost-effective one, which normally does not happen. I'm usually very picky. And that was, that was a really pleasant uh, surprise. We also chose not to do a videographer just because I, I think it's very rare that a lot of people watch their own weddings. I, I think personally, I've seen people, I've heard people, you know, 
well, watching them maybe once or twice in the lifetime, a times. But we we both agree that it wasn't it wasn't our top priority. Okay, got it. And who was your florist? Avon Designs, I believe. So, what ended up being each of your favorite memories of the wedding day? That is so tough. Um, I would probably say, wow, that's really hard. Like, I, it's hard to pick because there's so many amazing moments. I think the ceremony was absolutely beautiful, and I think that's one of the things that I, I think we put a lot of trust in our wedding planner, which I'm really happy that we did. And a lot of times we, we questioned her and she was just like, no, trust me, this is going to be fine. To the point where the, the officiant that she had chosen for us or that was available, uh, his name is Reverend Elias Parker. I mean, he's a Hawaiian native. And originally we were thinking like, you know, we, we would want like more of a classic standard ceremony. I, I understand we're in Hawaii, but less less of the Hawaiian themes and more just a traditional wedding ceremony between the two of us. We both wrote our own vows, but we met with him the day before. We, we also had severe doubts because uh, she and Nicole had given us his email address. He hadn't responded, and she was like, he's not really technical savvy. She said, but trust me, but trust me, he's going to be great. Uh, we met with him the day before, and, and I instantly like, felt this like amazing connection with him. He talked through how he was going to do the whole ceremony with us, and when he did the ceremony, when it came to life, it was just like such a beautiful, special moment that he did a phenomenal job of combining our story with like Hawaiian local story and culture in a way that I could have never imagined. It was beautiful. Like it, it, it our guests like all had raving things to say about him and the ceremony. And it, it just, with the setting and the backdrop and everything, I think the, the reception was amazing. I had the time in my life at the reception. It was so much fun. Um, if I have to pinpoint one one thing that really just like stood out to me is just like, wow, this is a real, this is the real moment. It would, it would have to be the ceremony. And then for me, I think, I think my favorite moment was the first look. I was, was going to say, I was going back and forth about which one I was going to pick. <laughs> so there, there's just like so much pressure to look nice on your wedding day and like to get your hair prepared and your tie and your suit and we were just taking photos in the room and I was just like so jittery and I was so happy we did our first look. It made it like it made the morning a little bit more hectic because we were like trying to make sure that we wouldn't see each other and then Tyler was getting ready in uh, the room that his parents were staying at. We were staying I was getting ready in the room where we where me and Tyler were like staying at. And so like Tyler needed some things from my room. There's people running back and forth. They were also three doors down from each other, so and it wasn't that far. So it wasn't like they were that far. We were like in the same hallway, and so I just felt like it's such a sacred moment. Um, they just like put us back to back, and then we did like a we did like a turnaround. And it's just like that sacred moment, and it just like brought me to tears because Tyler looked absolutely like, stunning, and it was it was just so beautiful that moment. And I think that was, you know, like one of one of the highlights. I definitely like the biggest highlight of my day was that first look moment. That's wonderful. Now, did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? No, I think we talked about it afterwards, and there wasn't a single thing that I would have changed. No, actually, the it was it was cloudy the day of our wedding, which I think some people would have been upset at. But I naturally have white eyes. 
Uh, so when it's really sunny out, it puts a very big stream in my eyes and I squint in photos. So even the fact that it was like a little bit cloudy that day really helped me. Like my eyes were in photos. And it, well, like I said, it rained on our wedding day. Most people, if, if we had been outside in the courtyard, we would have been drenched. And because it was the Apaana restaurant, it, like we, nobody, nobody got wet at all. It was, it was absolutely, absolutely great. It, it was a little bit hot during our ceremony, and the sun was in my eyes. And I would say that was, that was the only thing. But that was really minor um, in comparison to all the other things I wanted. That's great to hear. Now, was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were stressed out about and then it turned out not to be? I think the whole planning was, was stressful. Planning during, during a pandemic, especially with, and we understood all of it. We understood, like, and that's one thing I loved about, like, about Nicole and, and, and the whole team at, at Disney. It was they were very forthcoming of saying, like, there was there were so many times we went back and forth of initially we were going to have the wedding at the ballroom and then we couldn't have in the ballroom and it had to be outside because of the COVID restrictions. Um, the mask back and forth about that. We didn't even know at one point we could have a dance floor. So that part was stressful. I think that was the the most stressful was all of the uncertainty. And it wasn't uncertainty just from Disney. It was uncertainty from the world. Of like even in New York at that time we couldn't we couldn't have had the wedding that we wanted. And so I remember a phone call like I think we had in March. We're seriously considering: Do we need to postpone this? Like, is it is it something that we, we aren't going to be able to do? And I think that's when when Nicole found the alternatives for the Lonnie Kuanoa for us, and and this was still even before we had a contract. And so, like, she was she fought for us every single step of the way. She knew how much how important it was for us to get married on that day at Lonnie. And yes, I, I I could sit here and say it was the easiest process ever. No, it it, it absolutely was stressful. It was extremely stressful, but having someone to kind of walk us through the process, but also someone who was going through it at the same time was kind of nice of like, she also was on like things were changing on a daily basis for her as much as they were changing on a daily basis for us. But she would send us communication. Eventually we got into a cadence where no matter what was going on, we would have a biweekly calls. Even if there was no updates to share, we would just always know that if we had questions, we'd write them down on our list and we knew, okay, next Monday we have a phone call set with Nicole. We're going to go over all these things. Sometimes it lasted 10 minutes. Sometimes it lasted an hour and a half. And um, yeah, it, it definitely, I think that's the thing that felt like a big deal. It was a big deal, but to see how those months and months of planning and stress, how it came to life in such a beautiful way that was more than we could have ever imagined um, was really amazing to see. And I think it made all that hard work and stress just that much worth it. Yeah, I think for, for me, I was just stressed that a lot of the little details would go wrong, and I, I feel like a lot of the little details went right. So even on things like party favors, for example, which we, we did a, a custom cookie. I mean, we, originally we were going to use like a vendor here and then ship these out to Hawaii, but it's really, it's really expensive to ship things to Hawaii, we realized, um, when we did our welcome bags. Uh, so then we decided that it was probably better and that it would be fresher if we used a local vendor. But then there was only so many local vendors that we could have used, and the, she did a phenomenal job. But, you know, some of the designs on her Instagram I really loved, and then other designs on her Instagram I was a little, like, shaky about. So I was really nervous that it wouldn't come out great, but actually I really loved them, and we had a whole bunch left over, and we ate 
<laughs> That's great. So do you have any other tips or advice for future Alani couples? Maybe people who are thinking about chucking their at-home wedding and just running off to Hawaii? Yeah, I think, I think one of the beautiful things about high destination wedding is that it, it really shows you which ones of your of your family members and your friends are really committed to being there for you and showing up no matter what. We had a lot of people there that showed up that could have had a million excuses in the book. Like my high school best friend who her time off got denied from work and she called out every single day while she was in Hawaii to be there for my wedding. And and then there there were other you know, who could have probably made it, but, you know, they, they just said it was too expensive to go. So I think something to keep in mind uh, for, for our couples is that, you know, for some people, cost is going to be, like, the, the end-all thing for them. For other people, you know, they're just going to show up no matter what. Part of it is not taking it personally and just enjoying your time with the people who, who do show up. But the great thing about having a destination wedding is that there's a lot less pressure um, like the local vendors, because you, know, you you kind of have to go with the recommended vendors, and the recommended vendors are already used to working with the line. So you know they they know the property, they know what they're supposed to do. They just come in, they come out, they do their thing. You don't have to worry about them. You're not like yelling at the. I, I've heard people like yelling at the florist the day of the wedding, and that just like didn't happen for us. I didn't, I didn't communicate with any of the vendors. I didn't know what was going on. I just showed up to the ceremony site and like everything was there set up. Then I showed up to the reception and everything was everything was there set up perfectly. So I think yeah, and I think just some, like you said, some advice for for couples who might be considering Alani or maybe not. I think one of the things that's so special about Alani in general, when you talk about destination wedding, I've had friends that have done destination weddings before, and even when we started playing a destination wedding, people were saying like. Okay, yeah, your, your venue is going to help you out with some of it, but you're absolutely going to need to handle a wedding planner, especially if you've never been to Hawaii, especially if you don't know the island or anything like that. Like, you're not going to be able to do that without that. And um, from the very first phone call we had with Nicole, it, we could just feel the exact opposite. We could feel that, like, this is all we need. We This is all we need to really feel like we're going to be able to put this event together is Nicole and her team, which we didn't interact with anyone else from her team. It was just her who assured us every single step of the way, yeah, so I, I think if, if you're looking for a destination wedding where you're going to have the support and the guidance that you need without having to look a million other places or do a lot of, I mean, we obviously did some research, but without having to really search and do things on your own, I would say Alani is a great choice because they do make putting, it's not like it was just a package deal because they did put it together in the exact way we wanted it, but they do it in a way where they listen to you they hear what you want, they hear what's important to you, and then they put something together that's really magical. And, um, and that's something I think that is something that only Disney could do. And they, it definitely had that Disney magical touch to it. Yeah, and, and I just want to say that I normally think destination weddings are really cheap. <laughs> like, like, I'm not a fan when I go to a resort um, in the Caribbean somewhere uh, of, like, me being on the beach and there's someone getting married right next to me, it, it just didn't, it didn't feel that way. Because of, like, Lonnie Kuanoa was, like, a separate, a whole separate entity. Like, there wasn't people around, there wasn't people looking at us. We had, like, this whole lawn, 
um, completely private. And and then at Arani, like they had put us in that restaurant, and people couldn't see the wedding, but it didn't. It felt like we were our own private thing, and not like we were the center of attention for everyone else at the resort. Does that make any sense? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. So it, it, it felt like a private event. Um, I, I think like a, a, a tip that I would give people who do want to um, put a, a like a, a destination wedding at a line together is it might make sense uh, to like partner up with some sort of travel agency to coordinate travel. Our guests did rely heavily on us about like flights and when you know who was flying where at what times. Um, so. That part could have been coordinated, I would say, a little bit better. But even like to the rooms, like when I sent I sent Nicole all of our welcome bags, and they put every single bag in the guest rooms the day that they arrived. They kept track of like when they would be getting into their store, and they like took care of all of that for us. So I mean, like even some of those smaller details, like. Disney just put their magical touch on it, and it, it it was it was really great. And then they even like to to the um the day before rehearsal dinner when we were doing our rehearsal, uh, she gave us these Disney themed. They're like they're like the collar placeholders that make your collar stiff. They're like little metal things that go into your collar. And so she gave us like Disney themed those like Disney themed things. She gave us two Disney themed hats. The groom, the, like the groom Mickey hats. hats. Like the groom Mickey hats. You know, they, Disney always puts like this magical touch on on everything, and I I just I loved all of those little details. They gave us like a little card in our room, our wedding night. They brought all of our flowers to our room, and the top of our wedding cake. So it was a one-of-a-kind crystal from the set of Cinderella. Yeah. So they give to all their they give to all their couples who who get married, um, which is awesome. Yeah. So it's all those, like like I said, all those little touches that you don't expect. You know, you're not you're not looking for them. You're not asking for them. And then they show up. It's just like, wow, this is this is special. Even that check-in, they gave us uh, a pin that said, "I'm celebrating." They gave us three pins. They gave us. A happy birthday pin for each of us, and they give us another pin that says "I'm celebrating," and they give us another pin that says "We're married." Yep. <laughs> so, all of these little touches, I feel like, really made it special. That's fantastic. Well, Tyler and Anthony, I think you've shared a ton of great tips for anyone who's interested in getting married at Alani, and I appreciate your taking the time. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Thank you so much for having Thank us. You so much for interviewing us. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, Check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com. <laughs>